We have the right to live in peace. We have the right to pursue prosperity and pursue happiness in this country. And we better thank God for those who provided this freedom for us. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Hi, this is Jim Scudder, and today on this very important day, this somber day, this day to remember, we stop here at In Grace and we remember. We remember the sacrifices of so many over our history as a country that have given the great sacrifice, their own lives for our freedom. We are thankful for that sacrifice. We remember not only the sacrifice, but we remember the lives of those that sacrificed and we mourn them. And so I hope that we can do this, not just on Memorial Day, but frequently to remember what we have, to remember the sacrifice that was made for us. My message titled today is Remember to Remember. And we need to do this not only for those that have given their lives for our freedoms, but we also need to do this frequently about our Lord who gave us his perfect life, the ultimate blood sacrifice, the perfect human sacrifice for our sins to pay for our hell. And we remember his sacrifice as well today. And so these are things that we're going to talk about throughout the episode here. And I hope that this is a a blessing to you and hopefully a reminder to stop and remember to remember. Right before we go into the message, though, let me tell you that we have a really great resource that I think is perfect for these patriotic type holidays. We call it the flag track. And it's a trifold color, pocket-sized little gospel track that says the story of old glory. And it talks about the flag and how we got the flag, but then it transitions to the freedom that we can find in Jesus. And we'd like to give you 25 of these as our thank you for your gift to our ministry. Your gift will make sure we stay on the air, we stay expanding and making sure more people hear the gospel through media. And you're going to get this great resource in the mail, 25 of these flag tracks for your gift of any amount. If your gift can be $15 or more, I'm also going to send you a really powerful two-part sermon series that we've had made here at our church, Is America a Christian Nation? This is something that I think you'll really need to get, really should get. And then if your gift is $25 or more, we'll send you the flag tracks and the audio CD series, Is America a Christian Nation? But we're also going to send you one of our most popular DVD series, America's Christian History. It's a two-part series, one featuring uh, some of the filming that we did in Philadelphia and Valley Forge, Independence Hall, Liberty Bell but also talking with historian Andrew Phipps about God's involvement in our government. The other episode on this DVD is a really neat one that we filmed in Kings Mountain, South Carolina. This was a an actual mountain where a pivotal battle in the War of Independence was fought. We take you there and we tell you the story History Channel will not tell you. And we want you to hear about that. So you're going to get all of these great resources for your gift of $25 or more. And every time you give a gift to InGrace, I'll promise you we'll use your money carefully and wisely so that more people can hear the gospel. 
Call us at 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE, or go to ingraceradio.com. And then also, we've got a cruise to Alaska coming up this July, and you're invited to come along on our great tour to Alaska, seven-day cruise. You can get a free brochure on our website, ingraceradio.com, or give us a call at 1-800-78-GRACE. How many of you have been to a national cemetery? where there's just thousands and thousands and rows and rows and rows of crosses or tombstones. And it's sobering. I think it's an important thing to do. Uh, We've been to Arlington National Cemetery and a very beautiful but sobering place. As far as the eye can see, the graves go on and on. And then a very similar experience that almost or all of our missions trips go to when they go to the Philippines is the, the American cemetery there in Manila. Manila is a chaotic place. I mean, just uh, hustle and bustle and horns and cars and people and everything. And then all of a sudden you go into this beautifully manicured landscape grounds and it's very similar, but a beautiful monument to those that died in the Pacific Theater of World War II. And again, thousands of our service people buried there. Um, And when you look at all the the history of the wars that have been fought to protect what we have, it's staggering. It really is. So what we're going to do today is talk about this and remember to remember. I think remembering can be good and bad. You know, many people are haunted by their past. And I don't think we need to remember those things, those things that God has forgiven us, those things that happened and they were confessed, the person that we sinned against, we made right, and those things are gone, literally, as far as the east is from the west, buried in the deepest sea, right? Uh, Our sins are forgiven when we've received the gift of eternal life. Forgiveness is thorough and it's complete. We still might have to live with the consequences of some of those things and those, the memories, though, will be thrust back into the front of your mind by the devil. He's going to do that. He's going to try to discourage you. He's going to try to say, hey, you can't do this. You can't serve the Lord. You can't live a life uh, that is godly and a life that will please God. And he'll keep bringing those things up. So not bringing those things to mind all the time, but what should we remember? Well, there are things in the scripture that the Bible tells us that we better not forget. We're reminded as we are on a Memorial Day of of the sacrifice that many people have made for us, for our freedoms, that we can literally just come in here and sit down with no fear, with no worry, with not even the slightest bit of hesitancy to come in that we might be arrested or the, the police might come and throw us out. Nothing like that. But many countries, you cannot do this. You cannot have a church building. You cannot uh, have a church sign. You cannot meet publicly. I mean, we have billboards promoting our church. Uh, You cannot do anything like that in many, many, many places in the world. And so I think we have to remember that we have great freedoms in this country. One of the Navy SEALs, probably the most famous one, the one that shot bin Laden, said this, Memorial Day is not a celebration. Memorial Day is a time for reflection, pause, remembrance, and thanksgiving for patriots who gave up their own lives to protect the lives and freedom of us all. 
including the freedom of generations long gone and generations yet unborn. We owe the fallen a debt so enormous that it can never be repaid. And we're sitting here today, not celebrating Memorial Day, but we're sitting here today observing Memorial Day, and we cannot repay the debt. But it is right and it is honorable for us to stop and think about what they did for us and the blood that was shed. Literally, over a million people died in combat. Americans died in combat to protect this freedom. Memorial Day unofficially marks the beginning of summer, but Memorial Day has a real deep and meaningful history. It was once known as Decoration Day. And in 1868, General John Logan, the president of the Grand Army of the Republic, he declared this. He said, the 30th of May is designated for the purpose of strewing with flowers or otherwise decorating the graves of comrades who died in defense of their country during the late rebellion, of course, the Civil War, and whose bodies now lie in almost every city, village, and hamlet, churchyard in the land. Almost a half a million people died in that conflict, the one that would seem like it shouldn't have happened. But again, that was one that was fought to protect the Union, which protects our liberty and our freedom. It was in 1971 that Memorial Day was set as the last Monday of May. And on this solemn day, the flag of the United States is raised to the top of the pole and then solemnly brought down to half-mast. It stays there until noon, where it is raised again, and it stays there for the rest of the day. Why do we do that? Well, we're going to look at that today, and we're going to talk about that today. When the flag comes down to half-staff, it is a position that helps us remember the fallen. The million-plus people that have poured out their blood in service to our country. The American Revolution, 4,435 people died. The Civil War, 498,332 people died. In World War I, 53,402 died. In World War II, 291,557 died in battle. In Vietnam, 58,220 died. In the Persian Gulf War, the first one, 383 died. In the Iraq War, 4,410 died in battle. And the war in Afghanistan, 2,184 people died. We remember that. We think about that. We mourn for them. And it is right for us to remember the fallen. But then the flag is raised to full staff, which reminds us that us, the living, we better resolve to not let their sacrifice be in vain, to rise up in their place, to continue the fight for liberty and justice for all. And we, again, stand here and sit here today. People died for us so that we can have the right to preach the gospel freely. We have the right to live in peace. 
We have the right to pursue prosperity and to pursue happiness in this country. And we better thank God for those who provided this freedom for us. America needs to return to God. And here at In Grace, we have three products that will help bring our country back to the Lord. First, a track that tells the story of our symbol of freedom, the American flag, as well as the spiritual freedom found in Jesus. Next is our two-part audio series, Is America a Christian Nation? And finally, a DVD called America's Christian History that was filmed at the actual places where God's providence changed the course of our nation's history. When you give towards the cause of the gospel, we will thank you by sending you 25 flag tracks. If your gift is $15 or more, we will include the CD series Is America a Christian Nation? As a special thank you for your gift of $25 or more, you will also receive our two-part DVD series, America's Christian History. Just call 800-78-GRACE. Write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047, or visit ingraceradio.com for more information. Call now, 800-78-GRACE. As we prepare to honor Memorial Day, may we today remember the amazing sacrifice, the blood that was poured out, the battle that was fought over the tyranny of hell on our behalf. And we ought to remember that every Sunday. Every Sunday is a reminder, a memorial of what Jesus did for us because we gather on the day that Jesus arose from the dead. And today we're going to do that. We're going to observe Memorial Day once a year, but today and every Sunday we're going to remember that Sunday is a celebration of the memorial of the sacrifice of Christ. And we're actually going to see it in communion. We're going to look at that today a little bit, and we observe that here in this church once a month, a celebration of the resurrection, uh, a remembering of the death of Jesus Christ. And it's a wonderful time. It's actually an important part of how we grow as Christians. But on Memorial Day, we do three things. We mourn or think about the loss, the one that has died. We also remember those that have died. We remember their lives. We think about them. And then we thank God for the sacrifice that they give. And I think we should do those three things really every day, but especially on Sunday, but, and especially on Communion Sunday. Number one, we mourn the loss. We wish they were here. We had a funeral in this room yesterday. A woman that had served our community for 30 years as a sworn police officer. A woman that had helped our church in our security. And all of you were blessed by Officer Chris Parr. You didn't even know it. She would be in plain clothes on Sundays, but she would be here protecting you. We praise God, we've never had an incident, but we have a plan. We have people in place and ready to protect you and to sacrifice themselves for you. She was one of them, one of the early ones that we had in this room, in this building, protecting us. And then she would do that every day, Monday through Friday. She was a dear woman of God. Her department were here yesterday in droves. Her former boss, a sergeant, 
was here. And he just said, man, that was a powerful service that you had for a powerful woman of faith. And that's what you want to hear from people after you die, I hope. And she was honored. We had Deerfield here. I saw a Chicago police officer here. We probably had over 100 police officers in this room and in the procession. I've never had such a smooth procession to a cemetery with probably about 10 cop cars in that procession. People did not know what was going on. But uh, it was a wonderful day, a sad day, of course. We mourn her loss, but we were able to spend time with Chris, her son Nick, in Israel as she was going through cancer treatments. We weren't sure if she was going to be able to go. It looked very iffy. You know, probably many people thought she shouldn't be going to Israel, but she went. And I tell you, I'm glad she did. And I know she was glad she did. She got to do a lot of stuff, not everything, but almost everything. And it was a wonderful experience for her so that she can watch her adopted son, Nick. And he's a wonderful young man, but she would watch him as he would experience things. And that brought her so much joy. But we think about the person, Chris, and all of those that put themselves in harm's way to provide us protection and freedom, and they sacrifice themselves. Jesus provided that ultimate sacrifice. We think about Chris, we talked about her, we miss her, we mourn the loss, we wish we could talk to her, we wish we could see her again, but we know we can one day, but for now we don't have that opportunity. But on Sundays, I think we should also mourn the loss of Christ. You say, wait a second, you say he rose again and he's alive. Yes, but he did die. And I think every Sunday and every, for sure, every communion Sunday, we need to recognize the fact that the Son of God came. Now, that's astounding. You say, and most people, if you're logical, if you're a thinking person, you're going to say, wait a second, you're telling me the one who created everything, obviously big, powerful, amazing God, full of purpose and design. If you look in the greatest microscope we have and you look at all the intricacy that makes up our world, it's incredible. I mean, it's amazing. And then you take a telescope and you zoom way out and, and you're able to see the vastness of our universe. I mean, so big, we cannot wrap our minds around it. The size of some of the stars. Our sun is like a little speck compared to the size of some of these stars. How big and how amazing is God? And you're saying this all-powerful God became a baby? And he must have been born somewhere famous. No, he was born in Bethlehem, just a little hamlet. Hardly anybody had ever heard of Bethlehem. You say, no, he should have been born in, if he's going to be born in Israel, he should have been born in Jerusalem, the capital of Israel. No, he was born in Bethlehem. He grew up in a little town of Nazareth. The picture on the bulletin of Chris and Nick yesterday. They were standing on the precipice over Nazareth. He just grew up as a boy in Nazareth. It's just hard to imagine Jesus, all-powerful, almighty, the Son of God, putting aside his power, his glory, his might, becoming a baby? You know, babies are challenging, aren't they? You're always cleaning them up, cleaning the mess up that they made. You know, they're definitely not neat freaks. Have you ever known a baby to be a neat freak? And there you have to clean up this baby. He would be helpless. He literally would be helpless. And his mom would have to come and, and help him in, in every way until he was able to grow up. He became a man, did many miracles in that same town of Nazareth, but yet he was nailed to a cross. You say, how could God Almighty allow himself to be nailed to a cross? 
That makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense until you understand how much he loves you. Why did he have to die? Why was he spat upon? Why was he humiliated? Why was he flogged? Why did God Almighty do that? It's because of my sin. And that's what we're to mourn today. Not the loss of Jesus for he's alive, but to mourn the reason that he died. That's what we are to mourn today, the reason that he died. For the Bible says in Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There are a lot of really good people, but all are sinners. Jesus died for sinners. That's why he came. That's why he allowed himself to be humbled to the death, even the death of the cross. And remember another amazing fact. Jesus died for millions of people. You know, over a million people sacrificed their life in battle for our freedoms in the United States. Jesus died for all of those people and all of the rest of the millions that have ever been conceived, have ever lived, will ever live. He died for millions. And that's kind of mind-boggling, right? He died for everybody. But yet, I'm convinced if you were the only one, he would have died for one. We can kind of grasp he died for millions, but it's hard for us to grasp he died for me. And that's why we must mourn his death and remember why he died. It says in Matthew 18, 12, how think ye if a man have a hundred sheep and one of them gone astray, doth he not leave the ninety and nine and go into the mountains and seek that which is astray? And that's what they would do. It doesn't seem right. Why would you leave 99 sheep? And go after the one, because the shepherd loves the sheep, all the sheep. That's how much God loves you. And if so be, verse 13, that he find it, verily I say unto you, he rejoiceth more of that sheep than the ninety and nine which went astray. Even so it is not the will of your Father which is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. God doesn't want anyone to be separated from him for eternity in hell. Isn't that an amazing thought? Jesus going after the one, Jesus dying for just you. I mean, that's that's the love of God. And I hope that you have put your faith in Jesus Christ. And if you have, that you remember the sacrifice, that you remember what he's done, that you remember his life and, and mourn his life's uh, ending. Now, he rose again, so we don't have to continue to mourn, but we certainly should mourn the fact that he had to die and he had to do that because of us. And so let us know if you have questions about salvation, about eternal life. We'd love to talk to you. 1-800-78-GRACE. During business hours, if it's after hours, leave us a voicemail or go to anytime, day or night, ingraceradio.com. And then I told you at the beginning about these great gospel tracks for patriotic days, like today here on Memorial Day. Uh, it's called The Story of Old Glory. We'd like to send you 25 of these for a gift of any amount to our ministry. If your gift is $15 or more, we'll 
send you the 25 tracks, and we're going to send you a great message series called Is America a Christian Nation? And then for those of you that can give $25 or more, we'll also include a DVD, America's Christian History, a two-part series where we take you to Philadelphia, Valley Forge. We talk about the involvement of God in our government, and then we take you to South Carolina to an important mountain called Kings Mountain, and there we show you what the History Channel will not show you, how God intervened in our nation's foundation. So to get all of these resources or any of them, call us at 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE, or anytime, day or night, ingraceradio.com. If you'd prefer to write to us, our mailing address is ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. God bless you richly, and God bless America. When you give towards the cause of the gospel, we will thank you by sending you 25 flag tracks. If your gift is $15 or more, we will include the CD series Is America a Christian Nation? As a special thank you for your gift of $25 or more, you will also receive our two-part DVD series, America's Christian History. Just call 800-78-GRACE. Write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Or visit ingraceradio.com for more information. Thank you for joining us on InGrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. InGrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on In Grace Radio.